With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Pike heat. Action Jackson, you sexual testosterone-fueled bitches. Whoa, welcome back to the Revenge of the Action Film. Jay. Mike. Bringing you another action movie of the 80s. Don't deprive yourself of some pleasure. Come on, Bennett. Let's party. Commando is a 1985 pure-blooded American action film starring the purest male specimen to ever exist on the planet, Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. In the film, Arnold's character John Matrix is a retired Special Forces colonel who eats green braids for breakfast and lives on a mountaintop with his daughter and Chucky cosplayer Alyssa Milano, doing ultimate dad and daughter stuff until his old friend General Major Franklin Kirby drops by to let him know someone's killing off his old unit Weapon X style. The general, however, accidentally leads a team of assassins right to John, where they kidnap his daughter and threaten to kill her unless he performs murder on the president of a small country. Instead, Matrix leads the ultimate revenge tour and kills everything that fucking moves! I'll fuck anything that moves! Mando was directed by Mark L. Lester, who directed films like Stephen King's Firestarter, Showdown in Little Tokyo, Roller Boogie starring Linda Blair, and uh, Pterodactyl starring Coolio. Commando is the ultimate and over-the-top action starring the ultimate action hero. This film is to Rambo what Madden is to the NFL and John Matrix is putting up goddamn video game numbers in the death business. But not without heart or emotion as the backdrop for all this is the story of a man who just wants his daughter back so they can feed baby deer together. Commando is one of those films that never get a remake, a reboot, or a sequel so far, but there was actually a sequel written and ready to go with John McTiernan in mind to direct. The script was written by Commando writer Steven DeSalza and revised by the legendary Frank Darabont of The Walking Dead, but Schwarzenegger had no interest in coming back, and the sequel script actually ended up becoming Die Hard, of all things. Which is weirdly Atlantis-level ironic, considering the original script for Commando was meant for more of a Bruce Willis, everyman, John McClane-type character. One of the leads they had in mind was actually Nick Nolte himself. Stop this shit, you not that Nick Nolte, 48 Hours version Nick Nolte. It wasn't until Schwarzenegger actually became a possibility that the character for Commando turned into the unstoppable killing machine we know as John Matrix, and at one point, one of the writers, DC's Jeff Loeb, actually had Gene Simmons in mind for the role of John Matrix. I don't, he has a big tongue. And finally, Arnold's body count in this film is over 80 people. Yeah, but they were all bad. I was elected to read, to lead, not to read. I lied. But anyhow, Commando is the film that we're going to be talking about today. And what the fuck are we waiting for? Let's get into that bitch. Jesus I mean, how well do you look? I mean, you're going to put a flak jacket on with some camo, like some just army pants, and have grenades, some AK-47s, a rocket launcher. So sexual. A, a Bowie, Bowie knife. You... 
<laughs> feels so good. You like know what? Ground. He goddamn flexed so hard he broke the earth for a second. Like that's how <laughs> badass Arnold Schwarzenegger is in this film. So this is riding on the success of Terminator. And when the movie starts out, man, like the movie starts out, and first you've got it's almost like just like a lethal weapon when they're doing the hits on the special agents or whatever. Cool though, yeah. You see them killing off people. Guys like garbage on Tuesday. <laughs> it's fucking. He yeah. gets shot. It's like I'm afraid you're gonna miss me. He's like, don't worry, we won't. <laughs> He was the, the one that was in uh, Predator. He goes, anytime. Yeah, Bill Duke, man. It's fucking, and that guy's amazing. And, and he's in this as a he's bad guy. He's still going, too. He was just in Mandy, the, the Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. So, you know, basically, yeah. So everybody's tracking down the former associates of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in this, and who's uh, John Matrix. I'm, by the way, a fucking badass name. Colonel Matrix. I mean, can you get better than that? I don't John think Matrix. so. Jack? But yeah, it's John Matrix, it's Colonel Matrix. He used to have an elite special forces team. Uh, the bad guys that they helped put away and they, they did assassination missions for, they all, are, or one particular group has gotten up their buttholes that they didn't like that and they're on a rampage killing all the former mem members of this special forces team. Go ahead, start it up. Listen to that. That's power, that's performance. You know what I like best? What's that? The price. I like Cadillacs. He's like, well, you're gonna love this one, buddy. And it's that perfect asshole, like uh, car yeah. salesman. Which it's also a little bit, if you think about it, it's hard to imagine that a special forces unit member that was on John Matrix's team is that douchey and like now just like works and, at a car dealership. Yeah, it's like, well, he must have been the radio tech specialist. <laughs> but that's when we get into the really good shit. And that one of my best memories of this movie is just the opening of it because it's it's Arnold Schwarzenegger coming out of the woods holding a fucking log Dude. and a chainsaw and just chopping wood and being the, like. They just zoom in on his tits. And Dude, he, he's the everything. guy, like, he's the, the ultimate Paul Bunyan. And he's walking, like, the motherfucker just killed the forest. And he's carrying a log on his fucking shoulder like it's nothing. Carrying a chainsaw, walking towards the house. I wanted to make love to him right then and there. I don't care at all. I didn't. I did. Let off some steam, Bennett. But it's, it's still like it you was, don't make love to him. He makes love to you. That's okay. I'll do both. But it was iconic. It, it just is an iconic scene of Arnold Schwarzenegger, like just encapsulating that '80s action all in one. I am old. That is mad. And like, that that's James just what Warner he is. tropical drum score that's going on over top of the whole thing is amazing. Yeah, dude, it, it, Somebody like sneaking up on him, and it turns out to be Alyssa Milano, like his daughter. And they have like this nice little relationship, and it's really quick, it's really easy, but it's quick done. That, that's the thing, these movies didn't have to go into a million details for you to understand the relationship that he had with his daughter. Like, he obviously loves his daughter, and they have a great relationship. They go foot, they go, they go fishing, they they feed fucking deer on the side of the mountain for some reason that's just standing there. They, they go cream. have ice cream, and he, he they puts it in his face, like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it, but it was like, but there are only a few scenes, but it immediately gets you like he was really close to his daughter dude it, I've learned everything I needed to learn about being a dad from watching this four minute clip of commando because <laughs> the way he is with his daughter he's like taking her fishing and all the shit he's doing the ice cream scene I don't even have so, kids but if I ever did I'd be just like that exactly. I couldn't I couldn't carry a log but I try that's what I'm saying look if your girlfriend fiance wife whatever is pregnant right now then just watch this this is what you need to do to be a dad man like, he's the best dad ever and you could tell and he's sitting there reading that she's making him sandwiches and he's reading that he's like I love you he's reading that uh, magazine he's like Boy George is like, why don't they just call him Girl George? Wouldn't that cut out the confusion? 
Now, why don't they just call him Girl George? It will cut down all the confusion, I think. Oh, Dad, that's so old. <laughs> And that's what Arnold Schwarzenegger said about this movie. When, they, when the writers sat down to tell him about this movie, because he was coming off of Terminator, his career was really starting to take off, and they had to talk Arnold Schwarzenegger into this, he was immediately on board because he said, he said, I actually get to play a human being in plain clothes who's a dad. I actually get to play a human being and not a robot or not some larger-than-life thing. And that's yeah. what hooked him on immediately. And honestly, I think that's what hooked the, the, the audience on first, too. Yeah, he could cover up his fucking junk, and he didn't have to wear a loincloth yeah. being Conan, even though those movies are bad. Ass and we'll get into those. <laughs> We're gonna come for We'll fucking do it. We're coming. Up. Don't you fucking question it. Cause we'll fucking do it. You're gonna die out. Woo. What you find out is the general tells him about what's been going on. And he's basically telling uh, John Matrix, we need you back. And John Matrix is like, no way. And then he's like, well, no chance. But it reminded me of a, like, it reminded me of a Colonel Troutman, yeah, John Rambo totally. kind of thing. And it was cool to see that, but it was, it was Arnold's uh, spin on it. What eventually happens is, by the way, those two army dudes are the worst fucking ever. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're like literally out of the pack of GI Joes that break apart right when you put them all in there. They're like, oh, the lake fell off. Yeah. Because he's like, they're the best. They're not as good as you, but they're the best. And then literally five seconds later, this guy like shoots him up and he's like, he's like, well, what the fuck? But I love you because Arnold Schwarzenegger smelled him. Sends his daughter up to a room, runs to his shed. You see his badass hitman style fucking shed full of guns. He comes out, guns blazing, ready to go. But the girl's already been kidnapped. And I love that dude who's sitting there in the chair. He's like, he looks out the window and he sees they've already taken his daughter and they're gone. And the dude's holding a gun to Schwarzenegger and he's like, And if you want your kid back, then you gotta cooperate. Right? Wrong. After he blows that guy's brains out and he's like, I don't need to, I don't need to. And he, he like takes his Bronco and it's been ripped apart and he takes it without fucking brakes, pushes that bitch He-Man style and gets it going down a hill so he can like cut their escape off that, you know, the, the bad guys that have kidnapped his daughter. And he doesn't even have brakes, and this guy is literally going on a, a Bon Jovi, we're halfway there song. And it doesn't matter, because he, and, you know, and even the bad guy's like, that crazy motherfucker. <laughs> and, and he's like, he doesn't have any brakes. You can tell even Matrix was scared, because he's rolling down that hill and he can't stop, and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you see, it's worse than his face. It, it, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's so out there, it's so cheesy, you know, that's not going to be a real, like, even close to a reality thing. But it was so, it was fucking Arnold. But if somebody kidnaps your kid, man, that's what you got to do. He didn't even stop to think when they ripped out his his engine or whatever he's like he didn't even think for a second he was like i'm gonna push this bitch off the hill and i'm just gonna ride it down so with maybe no I plan, got brake pads no plan whatsoever and then uh, obviously he crashes and it's a it's a really well filmed action scene actually he crashes he gets up beats a couple dudes asses but eventually this is when you get introduced finally to uh the real bennett vernon wells who vernon wells is a great fucking villain in this movie he's he's australian he's like john i'll see you later john he's very sexual too like the way i i feel like there was a very like there was underlying sexuality that he, want, Everybody he, wanted, that. he wanted to kill him and fuck him at the same time. I don't know if it was going to be in that order. Bennett, I thought you were... Dead. You thought wrong. Ever since you had me thrown out of your unit, I've waited to pay you back. Do you know what today is, Matrix? Payday. <laughs> 
He reminds me of, of a Jack Freddie Mercury with that big ass porn stash and just this overlying sexual tones to him. And he's but wearing he, your fireplace skirt. Dude, I thought that looked like a fucking leftover thing from Cher from '88. Like, well, <laughs> I, I wish I could turn back time. Like, why do you? Like, but you know what? He didn't care, and it was, and he tucked it in. By the way, like, so he had this thing on, and it was tucked in. You could see his gut kind of hanging yeah. over, but he didn't give a shit. Well, it's funny. They hired another actor to play that role, mm -hmm. and the director fired him on the first day and hired Vernon Wells. So the suit didn't fit that well. So we had to just like squeeze into whatever. It. It worked out. It, so he is very menacing, and he's very about the idea that he likes to have one over on John Matrix because John Matrix threw him out of his unit back in the day. His he liked unit, to kill too much unit, but he threw him out. But yeah, because he he got off on killing. Now he wanted him to go to the same country. You are going to return to Valverde, and you are going to kill the president that you helped to overthrow me. Why don't you have Bennett do it? Sounds like something he would get off on. John is like, fuck you. Fuck you. And then... Fuck you. They, the, you know, Bennett holds up the knife to his daughter's throat and he's like, if you don't do this, she's dead for sure. You bastards. Oh, you bastards. Vernon Wells plays that part of the psychopathic killer really well because it's not just it reminded me a lot also of Dolph Lundgren in Universal Soldier or any other film where the the, the uh, antagonist is like just obsessed with death even um, Marlon Brando in um, oh my god what the fuck was that movie with Martin Sheen uh, Apocalypse Now Apocalypse Now that was obsessed with death and just really got off on it I mean obviously Marlon Brando is in a different category altogether than Dolph Lundgren and, and him but the, the idea is the fact that he gets a fucking rock hard giant chubby when he kills people <laughs> I don't need no gun I gotta kill you now and it makes him psychopath psychopathic and, and it's scary to see it like he's like <laughs> <laughs> like you know, it's it, you're gonna die, John. Yeah, it's cool though, man. Like I mean, it was just it was a cool character. It really, I mean, the guy played it so fucking well. Yeah. And so under that, John Matrix has to do what they say to do, obviously. And yeah. he gets hooked up with uh, they they send Sully and, uh, and I don't know the Pimp Daddy Jones. <laughs> I don't know that fucking guy's name, but he looked like Pimp Daddy Jones with the fucking donut head and everything, with the fucking fly ass goddamn butterfly collared shirt and, and, a, and a suit from 1978. He didn't give a shit. Whoa, Jack, where'd you get the threads? Enriquez will stay with you. Make sure you get off. I don't hear from either one of them. She's dead. He's gonna go first class, and he's gonna go to that country, and he's gonna kill that guy, and he has he has what uh, twelve hours to do it, because you know John Matrix is smart and he times how long it's gonna take to get there, and then they'll let his daughter go. We you all know that's bullshit. Even when you're young, you're like I don't I don't need I don't need a magic crystal ball. You're lying, sir, and I hope Arnold comes back and terminates you. That was such a great scene, man. That was such an amazing scene because they're sitting on the plane, and, and he's fucked. He, he has no choice. They put the one dude, Pimp Daddy James, as you said, Pimp next Daddy to him, and then, and then the little the little asshole who, like, you can Sully. tell, kicks dogs. And it's the little prick that looks like he, like, worked in a dentist office dude, in the I, 80s. The, 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 the na he was nasty, too, because he was like, he gave him a tip, and he was like, here, buy some drinks. He's like, so we can have more time with your daughter. You're a funny guy, Sully. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. But it was perfect the way he did it, because they sit down on the airplane, and he, he's reaching up to do something with a shoe, elbows the dude in the face, kills him instantly, or he grabs his neck, breaks his neck instantly without anybody on the plane noticing. He and got then some with the, the <laughs> When the stewardess walks around, he's like, Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. 
But dude, what comes next was so fucking that fascinating scared me. to me. Everybody talks, you know, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible where he rides on the side of the airplane's yeah. amazing because he actually did that. But this seed is right up there with it. I don't care if it was stunt actors or what. Uh, Schwarzenegger gets up at when well, he puts the blanket over over the dead guy. He gets up because he knows he can't go to this plane. He, he can't he can't go to this country. He's got to get off this plane somehow. That's taking off. I've got to save my daughter. Save his daughter. <laughs> and the the, the the stewardess stops him. She's like, "Sir, please be in your seat." He's like. I'm sick. And she's like, okay. He just moves himself. He goes down to the bottom of the plane, rips the fucking wall out of the plane. I like how he looked at, with the Doberman barking. He was like, he was so scared, dude. No, no, That's he, the no, time no, he, he wasn't scared. scared, dude. He did the fucking, like, the trip. He's like, he backed up those. He's like, <laughs> but he, cl he climbs onto the wheel of the plane. That scared the fuck. And out of that me. was that scene was shot so well. It man. looked good. He's sitting on top of the fucking the tire, and he knows like okay, if he lets go while the plane's in full movement, he'll get ran over by. No, the No, actually, tires. that's not true at all. When you hit the ground, just start running really fast. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was thinking that when I was in his shoes, I'm like, man, you gotta be scared. I got sweaty was. hands when I was watching. I was like, ooh, yeah, because the plane's going. I don't know how many hundreds of miles an hour. It's getting ready to take off. He's riding on the bottom of the wheel, and I'm thinking if he lets go, the back wheels will run him over. But he waits until the plane takes off so the plane's up in the air and he's holding onto the wheel he waits until just he gets just over the water and he lets go and you see this body fly from the fucking middle of the like sky shit. it looked, it looked, like looked terrible and especially how he landed because he looked lands like they, they the dropped marsh. a mannequin from the mall dude he he lands like only two feet deep he no. drops from like a skyscraper level and lands like two feet but deep that's that's what i was fine when i watched that i was like of course man it's arnold schwarzenegger of course there's gonna be a lagoon <laughs> somewhere that he will fall in gently to a feather and come out like on top he gets right up sets his watch to the time he has and now he's got to go kick some fucking ass the, the way it looked on camera the, he dropped from a million feet away <laughs> he'd been dead on impact <laughs> it's like they dropped that motherfucker from a hot air balloon like that guy, on impact when he hit life. the fucking water he would have been more squished than fucking goddamn rosie o'donnell's sense of humor but you believe it because it's oral you know and that was fine i was like yeah man and they were like now we're in business because once that happens then he goes john wick shit it's fucking ready to go so he gets back to the hotel and and and, and it, you actually feel the time crunch in this because if he can't catch up to sully in time and sully's gone he has no lead back to where his daughter is so he he hitches a couple rides he gets right back to the hotel he finds sully sully, sully. Holy fucking sully. <laughs> <laughs> he finds sully who's <laughs> who's, who's hitting on cindy with which is played right Ray Down Chong. Uh <laughs> Uh, oh, that's not, no, Ray uh, Don Sydney. Chong. Just say Sydney. Sydney, yeah. yeah. He, he, he finds Sydney who's getting. <laughs> you sound like fucking you were trying to like push a porn up. You're like, right down, dog. <laughs> she's actually Tommy Chong's daughter. I she's think. hot though. Uh, yeah, she, she's a gorgeous lady. But so uh, Sully's hitting on her and he's being super creepy. Like fucking uh, clinger not. But I guess level. this was in the mid 80s. He's like fucking whore. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So Sully tracks her back to his car and he just keeps following her with his fucking like stupid ass Pee Wee Herman pants. Follows her back to it the... It looks like he wants uh, to sell me a leather jacket from Cabela's. Yeah, he's like, girl, I, got, I know I got something that you need. And she's like, yeah, from here it seems like a nightmare. Just get away from me. All of a sudden, he's like, you fucking whore. But Schwarzenegger shows up and he has to commandeer her car in a scene that makes no goddamn sense, but fuck it, it's commando. He, with one arm, just rips her fucking car seat out because she's in a goddamn tiny, like, Miata convertible. Rips the car seat out. I wish he had said something. I was like, this for babies! <laughs> I drive car from then and he's still completely obvious and then the, the, it gets the story gets a little bit dumb here because she's obviously he's like follow that that cop. makes zero sense yeah like the way the whole relationship between those two happened no it's bad it's like wow dude because first off there were multiple times that she could have got help or or there's there's different 
like ways or routes that she could have gone and got yeah. different answers. But there, when she's screaming and mad at him, and she's like, "Will you tell me what's going on?" He's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it, it was great, but again, it, it, it's one of those movies yeah. that it only works in the mid '80s with fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. in Commando. Yeah, there was a love scene that they filmed between oh. the two of them, but they found it so unbelievable they cut it out of the film. Was it like I, penetration? No, I think they just made out. <laughs> I, I thought they, I thought they Halle buried it. No, no, in a uh, monster <laughs> ball. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was good. I hate my son, but well, I loved you. These two go through a game of she's like, oh, I'm not gonna help you. Oh, I need to help you. And at one well, point, that makes sense now why she was like all over his dick at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, but because yeah, they had the sexual. Their whole relationship is just it, it's just the writing on it's dumb. And there's several points where Arnold could have just ditched her and he stops to like pick her up and you're like, why would you do that? She's good. Like the character's written poorly, but the actress is good in the movie. And what she does, she adds level to, lev levity to it because when Arnold Schwarzenegger is doing crazy shit like swinging from ropes in the mall or picking yeah. up phone booths and it's all this unbelievable shit, she's the person that's kind of in the audience's shoes that's there to go. This is all unbelievable. Well, I don't believe it. So yeah. she adds some levity to the situation with her role or whatever. But yeah, then he he eventually tracks down Sonny after they go to the mall. She Sully, sells him you out. keep calling him different things. Sully. That's what he I said. said Sonny. Sonny. Are we doing Godfather? The little short fucking weirdo. <laughs> but, uh, and by the way, you know one of the security guards in the mall was Dick Warlock from uh, Halloween? It? Yeah, it was one of the security I, guards. By the way, in the mall though, <clears throat> I want to point out. How many fucking security guards did they hire? Because they come from everywhere, like yeah. cockroaches with the lights coming on, and they can't—they keep coming. It's a post 11 mall. Usually, yeah, it's got to be. And this is in '85, so they knew some shit. There were some Nostradamus works going on because you don't see that many security guards ever back then. But no. they're nonstop. By the way, it also showcases the extremely sexual and amazing strength of Arnold Schwarzenegger when he picks up the motherfucking phone booth, tears it out the fucking ground, <laughs> and, like, and then like, it, like haggard, like from Final Fight, throws it. And pull Sully out of it. Yeah. Amazing sequences, totally unbelievable. Then he takes but on, loving like, it. Twenty security guards at once. They literally jump on his back, <laughs> and he's just like, ah! He like, fucking throws them all off at one time. It's secret amazing. magical powers were revealed to me the day I held up or aloft my magical sword. Said Arnold. <laughs> then he grabs a streamer and swings across the entire. That was a great looking it scene. Looked cool as fuck. It looked great. But like, it, as dumb it, as it is, uh, it looked like awesome. so unbelievable. It didn't like you're like watching shit that like. But you know what you're watching? You're watching a literal comic book come to life. Yeah. Like this is a comic book fucking character to every degree and he's a badass. Like dude, if he had been Captain America back oh in the I'd be like, tell me it. And they did that shit without CGI, dude. They did that, they did it just because it's, you believe it just because it's Arnold because he's such a fucking fantastic human and being. And that's not just because they, you can believe it. And it's also because he believes in the roles that he's doing. Yes. Like, he, he's having a great time and you can tell that he's having a great time doing it. But what is important is gravity. <laughs> I have to remind you, Sally. This is my week off. Yeah. They chase him down. What happens then is when he finally runs Sully off the road and gets the information from Sully, what he needs anyway, he's holding Sully over the fucking cliff edge by one. He's like, this is my weak arm, Sully. <laughs> and then he was like, he's like, you remember when I told you I would kill you last? You did. I lied. <laughs> Drops the mother. And he was like, oh my God, it's so cool. You know the director actually asked, he wanted Arnold to do that for real. He's like, I want you, like, like, I actually want you. and Arnold was like, you're crazy. I'm not gonna do that. So they actually used a crane to do that sequence. And it's so amazing, because when he does that classic line of, I lied, he drops him. He walks over and the car is overturned. She's like, well, now without a car. And he's like, no, we're not. And he just flips the car over and she's like, well, what'd you do with him? He's like, I let him go. 
The car's dented to fuck. The Porsche is all fucked up on the side. Yeah. When he pushes it over, Arnold pushes it over so magnetically and so magic. Pop back out. It, it looks like a fresh car. <laughs> like, he's so badass that he made a fresh car out of nothing. Because when it drives off, it looks like a brand new car. Carl's Drapery. And obviously, it was an editing issue. Like, they didn't... Like, fucking, it was a fresh car. But either way, that, that scene comes up. What they do is they wind up tracking down the other killer that he was supposed to meet uh, at a motel, which was uh, the... The guy from Predator, I can't remember his name. Cook. Cook. You get another great action sequence yeah, between so the like again, dude. Like this is the thing. Like these, this movie is chock full of just pure adrenaline action movie. And you get to see Arnold like full even on. women that watch this movie grew chest hair <laughs> dude, that day. Arnold in this movie gets to, he gets to play like Call of Duty is a video game, but Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger got to play Call of Duty in real life. Like that's just who he was. Like he was a full on fucking superstar in this movie. When Cook shows up and they get in this badass fist fight in the middle of the hotel, <laughs> I love the titties too. Because you got you got to have the titties. Oh, Wait, no, I got, I got to have. The I have a take on that. That's gonna blow your fucking mind. Mm. Wait for that. So they, they start punching each other, and he's like, "I eat green braids for breakfast." <laughs> he hits him. They knock into the next room, and if you pay close attention, dude, it was Linda Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> she was crazy. in that fucking moment. God damn it. Cloverfield. That would be crazy if that it actually was. Oh he he stopped it. Uh, <laughs> but is she, okay, so when he pops in that room, move. It's, <laughs> At first glance, just a normal sex scene that they busted into. But if you slow it down and you look at it, dude, when the covers come up, that girl was begging that dude from behind. You scared, motherfucker? Well, you should be, because this green beret is going to kick your big ass. I eat green berets for breakfast. And right now, I'm very hungry. I can't believe this macho bullshit. <laughs> butt naked in the bed on all fours and that girl was behind him like this she was strap on him, it was dude. day of the dog yeah that dude was getting strap on <laughs> watch the fucking scene man. how I'm much did you. he pay yeah he was and where did it. you pick that bitch up he was taking it holy fuck but he, he accidentally uh kills cook and, and again it's an amazing fight sequence that goes on i like <laughs> the, the the part that i literally laughed out loud i couldn't i couldn't help myself it was so fucking funny is when uh it was like when Cook's like, fuck you, asshole. He's like, he tried to just kill him. He's like, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> I was like, yes! Because like, Cook goes to shoot him, and he's out of bullets, and he's like, fuck you. And he's like, fuck you, asshole. That reminds me of Desperado. He's like, not yet. It was so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. It was so good. One of my favorite parts comes up next, and this is when, and I love it in the in the 80s action movies, 90s action movies. It was some of the funnest shit. Bill and Ted did it. They do it here. They, they He's like, we've got to get some fucking guns. we got to get some ammo. Oh, man. So he it's so good. takes a bulldozer, knocks down the wall to this weapons depot, and they get a shot. It's not even a weapons depot. That motherfucker looks like a like a goddamn Pawn Cabela's shop. or something. And, and by the way, what fucking weapon shop? I don't care who the fuck they are. Has a goddamn rocket launcher in the back. Like he just finds a rocket launcher. But he has to find it. So they break into the regular part. Oh, of it, that was right? the hidden with Game Genie. Yeah, and he goes behind the counter. He's like, "Come on, come on!" And he presses some magic button, and it opens up the back to this huge fucking gun selection. And he's just filling up this cart with so, guns. So the guy that he stole from is basically a black market's arm dealer. Yeah, he has to be because you. Why would you have a rocket launcher? Yeah. But I love that part. He grabs it, and you can tell that part's dubbed because he grabs the rocket launcher, and it's the big ass fucking rocket launcher it's too. Bad. And it's just like four slots. She's like, "What's that?" And then you can tell it's dubbed. He goes, "Rocket launcher." He puts it on the shopping cart. He's like, "Move!" 
What's that? Rocket launcher. Go! And then this part's done. Add the shopping cart. Yeah, I love that scene, dude. Like, just just the him stocking up. Oh, I know, yeah, Stocking I know. up on Amazon. So fucking cool. And you know what it reminds me of is, uh, <laughs> I'm like, when he had it, like, he's already badass enough. And now you're going to give him a rocket launcher, too. Like, that accessory is sold separately because of how awesome it is. It reminds me of Day Day from Resident Evil Part 2. When he's like, that motherfucker got a rocket launcher. <laughs> he's like, you motherfucker's crazy. That motherfucker got a rocket launcher. I hate what happens next, though, because this part is derivative for the whole movie. It's, it's one of the few bad spots in the movie. The cops show up and they arrest them and completely forget the girls there. Yeah, they don't nowhere. do a report. Yeah. They don't do anything. And she's still got all the shit. Yeah, she's still got all the shit. She just escapes with it in the Cadillac. They put they put Arnold in the back of a paddy wagon and then all of a sudden she follows the cops and somehow stops the car, picks up the rocket launcher and shoots the rock. She shot it backwards the first rocket <laughs> time. But she shoots the rocket launcher not knowing, again, like she could have bl blown up Arnold and the two cops. I love it though. But she masterfully somehow shoots the rocket launcher. Arnold's masculinity just pushed it away. <laughs> in the middle of the city and perfectly aims it at just the tire, having no idea what this weapon's capable of, flips the flips the van over, Arnold escapes, and they drive off into I, the did sunset. You, did you hear it's what so he, dumb. I know, but it's funny when he gets in the car, he's like, how did you do that? He's like, I read the instructions. <laughs> so I'm like, cool. I mean, I, I guess that's any gamer. I, was like, I, I read the instructions. So they fly to the island where, the, you know, the, the bad guy, Eris, and Bennett have held his daughter. And this is a fucking, you know, these, the, 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 it's a, it's a goddamn stronghold. There, there's a militia there, or not a militia, they're, they're a small, I don't know what you call them. Uh, army faction. Yeah, like a small little, what is it, uh, a, I don't know. A hundreds, group. hundreds of uh, a million, mercenaries. A million of them. I don't know. They keep coming <laughs> yeah. out. Like, there's a, they're, they're nonstop. Like, they fly in, and then you also, this is when they land the plane and they find out where the fuck they have to go. Arnold takes his shirt off, and you notice that when he's rowing, she they showed, up. no, but they showed his back. Yeah. They show that fucking Shit muscle, dude. That guy is fucked, man. Like, that guy had more waves in the Pacific when he was, like, rowing. I was like, yeah. Jesus it Christ. It makes you like, hurt. Like, you're like, you. no wonder you won Mr. Universe. Because every fucking muscle was dude. like, it's a piece of art. Because yeah. it was like, Jesus. There was universes in that man's back. <laughs> in black holes. Jesus like, I got Christ. Yeah, it looked good though, and you could tell she was looking at the she was looking at the good stuff. I was like, you like at the good. I had to turn away when he got on the beach to put on his badass shit because like I can't because he had these little speedos on. I'm like, it's like, are those the same undies that you won Mr. Universe like eight years in a row? And that is one of the quintessential moments of the movie because when they, when I thought they, he was gonna go. <laughs> when they marketed this fucking movie, man, they all they showed was Arnold in the in the commando ship with the grenades. He looked and the, badass. Oh, goddamn, the badass look. That's all they showed. So a lot of the audience when they first watched the movie were actually disappointed because he was in plain clothes and running around as an old person, and they wanted to get to the commando shit. Oh, dude, because the way it was marketed. But when it happened, when it fucking happens, dude, he walks out and and you remember Sam Raimi the way he does the shots in Evil Dead when he's like grabbing the chainsaw and like zooms in on each moment. They do that with the fucking badass the the tropical action music plan and it's he like, puts the shotgun shells in he puts the grenades on he puts the fucking shit on his face that's and when he just comes out of the water like a fucking sea beast dude two things one that's when you get like the super soaker 5000 and nobody in your neighborhood has it and you're fucking loading that <laughs> motherfucker up you're like, and you know you're gonna fucking have you're gonna whoop some ass and two I think it's what Joel Schumacher's thirsty fucking thing for Batman Forever when he was showing the con. He produced this. So. Yeah, th there you go. That's what it was. Like he shows that he had damn dead on. 
it's a Joel Schumacher shot. Yeah. Every the fest, the fucking arms, the the the, the goddamn uh, cover. I don't know what that's called. It's uh, how you camouflage. feel after Christmas when you get a bunch of new clothes and you get ready for school the next day and you're putting on all your new shit. It's like I got a yellow polo. <laughs> I got these new Jinkos. I got some new uh, fucking kicks. And yeah, and you walk out feeling like that. But dude, he so looked amazing. badass. And, and, and like if you can cosplay that. Cosplay the fuck out of it. Even you gotta have the body, though. You gotta have the body. You gotta at least have some arms. You gotta have some body. You gotta have something. But let's be honest. Dude, nobody has the he body. He looks good as shit, and you're like, that man will win World War Three himself. <laughs> he basically fucking does, dude. He so he goes like literally commando style up to this up to this thing, and what ensues is one of the stupidest but most badass action sequences of all time. I, I, I everybody makes fun of Rambo for like standing there and like I know they did in Hot Shots Part Two. Yeah. They made fun of this movie in that movie too. But like he shot he shot like he shot shit up so much there was fucking echoes coming from nowhere. <laughs> like did you notice that when he was shooting the guns, yeah. there would be like will stop scream. and then the, there'll still be a shotgun shot somewhere. It was like. I, I, what he can't, he literally just like he will stand in the and it's you know it's 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 almost a sh in one way you're glad it exists but in one way it's kind of a shame because if if some of these scenes were directed a little bit better it could have been a great action sequence so cool though but it's still so it's like GI Joe action he, morning cartoon he stands in the wide open like in the wide open with no cover whatsoever and is just shooting two guns at like knocking the fuck out of people at like two hundred people and just nobody can hit him and he's just blowing away hundreds of people at once running around just fucking shit up left and right totally fucking unstoppable and it's filmed so badly that there's one point where and it was badass when he walks he runs away and he hits the button and the and the buildings blow up behind him like you the, all dream to be in that sequence but if you watch dude there's all these bodies they're mannequins yeah. <laughs> they're mannequins they never move they, they look like fucking uh, the same shit that indiana jones dealt with in the, in the kingdom the crystal skull they, they, they just don't move yeah the buildings <laughs> the buildings explode and instead of like guys like flying away or like dying or getting caught by flames it's just they're just standing there and yeah, like but, falling but, over but, but, you're like so, but you're so hyped up at that point like woo I don't care if I just sniffed some, some fucking coke I'm good to go <laughs> but you know it felt like like if uh, um what was that? What's that shit they used in Fast and the Furious to make their cars go faster? Nos. Nos. It's like if you smelled Nos right before you fucking punched the button. <laughs> like, and you're like, <laughs> he was playing God mode. <laughs> he, he was playing God mode. And dude, you felt so good. Like, I mean, I didn't care. I knew it was fake. And when you watch it, when you're older, you're like, that's totally fucking fake. It's awful looking. But at the same time, there's action. There's explosions. Arnold's in a fucking combat vest. It's full and tilt. And he's rocking the shit out of it. It's full tilt, man. Dude. dude Eventually they they they, they <laughs> eventually they capture he gets stuck in a gardener shed right and there's just bad guys surrounding the gardener shed and they all like Duck up, up there! and they shoot the fucking gardener shed up and then they open the door he's hanging from the ceiling he gets a guy with the fucking uh, pitchfork and then he comes out and he starts taking blades, blades. So just fucking cutting people's heads <laughs> it's off perfect in their throats it's amazing and, you know and again that goes back to just the amazing action Jackson. Uh, king that Arnold is like dude it didn't matter it didn't matter that it's not believable when you're in that moment when you're in that zone these movies have a unique way of just pulling you in and say have some fucking fun yeah like let go of your your bullshit like don't worry about it let just have some fun this is a larger than life character and let's go with it it wasn't just morphin time it was fucking megazord time, that motherfucker the, that motherfucker came up with, with zeo power rangers like he, <laughs> he is he skipped over power rangers and became the zeo he cut off one dude's arm with a machete and then threw it at him after he was done. <laughs> i'll beat the shit out you and, with and, it it's funny because originally in the script though the way that that 
scene was is he was supposed to cut off that dude's arm and then hit him with it like Jason but they just they, they, they deemed that to be too much but it's funny because this movie was actually they cut it they wouldn't even release it in Sweden or several other uh, countries because it was just too violent well that's what we loved until eventually later on they released the full cuts or whatever but but, but eventually what he does is he does make his way to the compound and, and he's going to confront Bennett unfortunately for him Alyssa Milano his daughter has already escaped on her own so she's lost in the basement he does have uh, a one-on-one -on -one with the other main bad guy, Eris. Uh, Eris, yeah, Eris. And he's it, basically the pin pusher, it's, it's Steven not, Seagal yeah. bad guy. It's not that big of a deal. He's the like, dad from Clueless. Yeah, he's not like he's pretty much uh, Doctor No, you know, with a cat and he strokes it and he has a good time with his pussy. Yeah. But that's pretty much what it is. He kills him. It's it's not like there's nothing about it to really talk about. He shoots him and he falls, him. yeah, and, that, and that's it. But then. Miraculously, he can while he's upstairs, he can hear his daughter calling through goddamn concrete, <laughs> I that too. through concrete yeah. and, and plumbing pipes and all sorts of shit. He's like, "Daddy," he's like, "What?" point he's shirtless all the guns have been stripped from and he's just fucking running full-on commando so i keep saying that but it was a perfect name for the fucking movie but he 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 meets uh uh vernon wells and he meets bennett one-on-one -on -one this with is when his you daughter. get sexual bennett shoots him in the arm and this yeah it's deeply sexual yeah yeah right? that's the first thing he was like because he, 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 like it's like almost Arnold was seducing him. He was like, come on, Bennett. Yeah. You know you can take me, Bennett. You it's want like, to fight me without uh, my shirt on. You want to touch my but, nipple. It's me that you want. <laughs> I have only one arm. You can beat me. Come on, Bennett. Put away that chicken shit gun. I just want to pull a trigger. Put a knife in me. And look me in the eye. See what's going on in there when you turn it. And Ben is like, I don't need a gun. I don't need this, John. I don't need it. And he's like, I don't need this girl. I don't need this shirt. Get my butter and let's get greased up. <laughs> That's what you want to do, right? I'm you, John. Come on, let the girl go. It's you and me. <laughs> it was, but it was, it was, it was a very sexual thing. Like I don't know what it is. Like watching it later on. Like when I first watched it, I didn't get the sexual uh, connotations, or I didn't get. I don't know if that was on purpose, or if that was played down, or if that was just maybe, maybe we're imagining it. But it feels, it feels like Bennett is very sexually charged yeah. to kill John Matrix by himself and do it in a slow way with the knife. He's like, I'm gonna pump my dick. <laughs> While I fucking kill. And, and Matrix knows it, dude, because he even says, he's like, come on, Bennett. He's like, you don't want to shoot me. He's like, you want to feel the knife go inside me and twist her or whatever it was that he said there. And he's like, come on, Bennett, let's body. I can beat you. I don't need the girl. I don't need the girl. I don't need the gun, John. I can beat you. I don't need no gun. I gotta kill you now. I ass fuck. fucking Prince screams like, you gotta die And he's like, he fucking runs at him. And then you have this like awful scene. Basically, what you have is Mr. Universe eight time or seven time Mr. Universe fighting Freddie Mercury. Bullshit. <laughs> 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 
and like, who's gonna win? I don't know. I don't think that's gonna be up on the Vegas fucking show. But he does play the one arm really well because yeah. you can see he's only using one arm in the fight scene, and it's actually a really really good fight scene. It, well, it's it kinda, goes on it, a little bit long, and it, I love it. It's creepy, and it, especially like it was like the fire scene was like ah ah <laughs> like it was cool. Man. Taste the rainbow. I don't know. It it was something <laughs> you like hot the bullets. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, and you, you, then you know the whole thing with Bennett is uh, there's one part. It's like, what the fuck? Like the, he kicks Bennett into a transformer. Oh and yeah. He's like, ah, ah. He looked like Harry from fucking Home Alone 2 when he gets shocked in the basement. <laughs> and then he comes off, he's like, Woo! He's like, I feel good, like, John! He like fucking Ric Flair with his boa and he's fucking ready to do work. It's like that motherfucker just like monstered his asshole and he's ready to do more work. He reminds me of the dude from Tango and Cash but, that they get in the fight in the laundry room scene. He's like, this guy broke my jaw in two oh, places. Oh yeah, the big giant fucking Yeah, that, that big dude. But, he's but, just into it. But the thing is, it's like you literally just got electrocuted on a transformer and instead of you being like, that really fucking hurt and I might need some medical attention, you're like, ah! Coca-Cola Zero. He literally says it. He's like, I feel good, John. I mean, I was like, damn, I never knew that just like walking into power lines and shit would give you that kind of juice. Fucking charge. I've been drinking Mountain Dew all day. It's fucking showing. I bet that thing was sponsored by Mountain Dew, you sons of bitches that hide. But and that it, one scene, too, was overly sexual, too. He's just like, he's like I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes, John. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. John, I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. Yeah, that was oh, weird. That's what you want. And then, you know, then ultimately what happens is Arnold throws like a fucking pipe <laughs> and throws it right through his chest. He's like, let off some steam, Bennett. One of the greatest one-liners of all yeah, time. Let off some steam, Bennett. The steam coming out. It's it's cool as fuck. It's it's a one-liner. It's it's cheesy. It's corny. But only Arnold can deliver. Perfect. It's only Arnold. Like if anybody else delivered that line, it don't work, son. It don't work at all, son. Mm -mm. But only Arnold can do it, and he does it wonderfully, and it's amazing. And his daughter's there to watch the whole thing. And then he was like, because <laughs> I mean, your your daughter just probably witnessed a traumatic thing, and he looks after. He's like, ice cream. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he's she like, takes it to stride. Yeah, it's it's whatever. They walk off into the sunset together. The general lands. He's like, did you leave us anything? He's like, bodies. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, uh, until next time. He's like, not a chance. No chance. And then, you know, then that badass song's like, Somewhere. Somehow. Someone. I don't know the word. And then the but, plane takes off. And then that's it. But, it's, it, dude, I mean, what can you say except fucking badass? Legendary. It's fireworks. It's dynamite. It's ACDC rolled in and says, fuck you, Metallica. Let's all have a togetherness. Like ACDC, Metallica, everything. Megadeth, it's, it's, it, it, like, dude, it's, it's the quintessential. It's not the quintessential. It's the quintessential, it's, it's quintessential over-the-top action movie. I'll say that. I think it's the quintessential. I don't know, because we haven't got some good ones yet. As far as over-the-top action movies go that are, like, it's called, unrealistic, yeah. I think it's the quintessential but, one. But what it does is it, it, it showcases Arnold at his best, and, and it makes you miss, again, that nostalgic feel for those early 90s, late 80s, mid-80s uh, action films where you could go and have it, it literally... 
the very definition of a popcorn film, having fun with your friends, yeah. watching over-the-top action films, like you said, and not giving a shit that it makes sense. Or, or that the story is like more just, you know, if, if it's not one-dimensional, I needed more. It's like, no, you didn't. You had a great time, and now you're going to go drink and work out at the gym because you want to look like Arnold. It's the best of both worlds, dude, because you have a hero, and this is the thing about Schwarzenegger versus like Rambo or Seagal versus Jean-Claude Van Damme. This is one of those few movies that walks the middle line to where the hero is, it, he is unstoppable and Terminator-esque, right? Yeah. And, 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 and larger than life, but he's also that Jean-Claude Van Damme human being that that uh, that John Rambo human being character. It's one of those few movies that that melds the two together. And even it's though though it's over the top and crazy, it's one of my favorite, absolute favorite action movies of all time, dude. I give it a nine out of ten. And the only reason I don't give it a full on ten is because some of the stuff in it is dumb. Yeah, you know there, there is dumb stuff. The, the 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 stuff with the girl and stuff. Some of the stuff that doesn't make sense or whatever. And and mainly because I'll say this. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but if anyone other than Arnold Schwarzenegger, maybe Rambo or, or maybe uh, Stallone, Stallone or whatever, but for the most part, dude, if almost anyone on Earth other than Arnold Schwarzenegger is in this movie, the movie sucks. Yeah, I, I would. I'm gonna give it a nine. Uh, I'll go with you for the same reasons. There's something about it that just it's it's so compacted with great nostalgic feels for that action stuff that you want and you need. Arnold being in it is what anchors it. Uh, without Arnold, I'm not saying that Stallone couldn't have pulled it off, but I think that if you have Stallone in this role, he did Cobra. He it did, would have been way serious. He, did, he, more yeah, serious. He, he would have been trying too hard, I think, in some ways to make it more legitimate than it needs to be. Yeah. Arnold's always had a unique ability about him, even back in the day and now. Like, he's never taken himself seriously. Like, he enjoys doing these roles. Like, he enjoys being a larger-than-life action hero and, and, and rejoices in it. And you can see the joy that he has when he does these roles. Like, he just really fucking gets into it. And he's, like, he's really happy. Like, he's done serious movies before. Like, he did End of Days, which is a great fucking action movie, <clears throat> which one we'll get to eventually. <clears throat> but End of Days, it's more of a serious take on action films uh, or as far as, like, his character is concerned. But in this one... He's like, man, let's go all the way. Like, I'm going to take my Conan the Barbarian let's shit. Go I'm going to mix way. it with Terminator and put some uh, fucking new kids on the block in my background. And let's have a great time. Yeah, dude, it's a 9.0. Like, I mean, come on. Like, anybody that knows that when you grew up in the 80s, if you were, like, 15 or 16 or 17 years old, you would watch Commando and want that fucking poster on your wall. And you would be quoting that goddamn movie and watching it religiously at, from Blockbuster every weekend. Like, it's just the truth. It's great fucking it's the truth. times, man. And you'll eat a hot tamale, and you'll have some popcorn, and you'll chuck some soda while you're watching it, and maybe bang a girl one day. Goddamn straight. One of the greatest action movies of all time, Commando. Thank you guys for hanging out with us, and, uh... For, for embracing the new channel that is Revenge of the Action Movie. fun time, guys. And until next time, let us some steam, Bennett. Switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. 
So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.